next Thursday, now that we got you here, next Thursday we're having a big party here and you're all invited. In fact, the Jewish people is throwing this party worldwide. So if you can't be here in this, in this synagogue, you can attend it anywhere where Jews gather in communities. There'll be food, of course, music, and lots of dancing. What's the cause for celebration? It's because next week, we finish our week-by-week -week reading of the entire Torah. Now, any of us individually could probably sit down with the five books of Moses and knock it off in a couple of weeks. Or you could put a book on tape and make just a couple round trips to Tahoe and you'd be all the way through it. But when we study Torah as a community, we take 52 weeks and we go through it together a section at a time. The culminating party, Simchat Torah, celebration of Torah is exuberant fun. And it's magical too, because we unfurl the scroll and wrap it all around the congregation, holding the congregation together literally with Torah. We read or chant those final few verses in Devarim and Deuteronomy, and then immediately start over. The first Torah portion, Bereshit, is a mere five chapters, not so long. But you could study this one Torah portion until you reach the age of 100, and you will always find surprises and insight every time it rolls around. There are five words in this portion whose meaning informs everything, but you might not give them a second thought. Lotov, hehyot, ha'adam, levado. In the creation of the human being, God remarks, it's not good for a human to be alone. So God creates two humans, and they create the first family. Lo tov hehyot adam levado. It's not good for a human to be alone. Think about how that one idea that inspires the creation of a community of humans. Think about how much of Jewish practice is tied into not being alone. At the High Holy Days, we came together in very large numbers, not just here, but everywhere. In a few cities, so many Jewish kids miss public school for the High Holy Days that they shut down the school. Tonight, we are in the midst of the Jewish Harvest Festival, Sukkot. In the Torah, it was a largely agricultural Thanksgiving holiday. The Israelites were instructed to come together for seven days to express thanks to God. Over time, we developed a tradition of constructing our own impermanent huts. Sukkot comes from the Hebrew word, root word, samech chaf chaf, schach to cover over. 
as with the branches that we place on top of our Sukkot so that we can see the stars at night, unless you live in the fog. Over more time, many beautiful traditions arose for celebrating this festival. It's a mitzvah to eat in the sukkah, to sleep in the sukkah. And what's the most important of all Sukkot-related mitzvot? It's to invite guests into your sukkah. Maimonides taught that we invite poor people into our Sukkot. And if you can't invite poor people directly into your sukkah, we give tzedakah to an organization that supports poor people. 16th century Kabbalists innovated the idea of metaphorically inviting in each night a biblical guest into the sukkah. The tradition is called Ushbizin. Tomorrow afternoon between one and five, you can come to the Singer House sukkah, are all invited, and we're just down the street at Lake and 24th, so come on in and we hope you will join us. And then next week, of course, our great Torah party. Our religion is all about bringing people together in real time to be present, as Rabbi Bauer said, in this moment. I think that's why we tend to lecture you so much about putting the cell phones away, really, really putting them away when you are here. Because part of the mitzvah of being here is to be here present in this moment, not sneaking a peek at Facebook or Instagram. Lo tov hehiot ha'adam levado. It's not good for the human to be alone. There's research that demonstrates that the more people use the web, the lonelier and more depressed they feel. But we all use the web. It's great. Jewish celebratory moments like Shabbat, like Sukkot, like Simchat Torah, invite us to break from virtual reality for some good old-fashioned reality. When I was a kid, my parents made us go to services almost every single week. I pretended to hate it. But I secretly found it fascinating because stuff always seemed to happen on Friday nights. I got to know all the characters of my temple. One Friday night, a tiny abused cat walked right into the middle of services and our family got to take it home and adopt it. Another time, a teen from our temple was on a terrible drug trip and he tried to call inside the ark at the start of our services. What I will always remember most about that incident is how our cantor so gently helped him off the bima, treating him with great dignity. Every Friday night, we Jews come together, Shabbat Achat, one Shabbat, many people, every generation represented. Sometimes it's boring or repetitious. The tune was the wrong tune. The sanctuary was too hot or too cold. The rabbi's message wasn't the one you needed to hear. But we come together anyway, every Friday night, to light our candles, to sing whether or not we can carry a tune, to cry a little, to laugh, 
to learn a little Torah week by week, to be together. You never know what might happen. You could be singing a song and get the hiccups, be the best. Imperfect as it is, it is exactly what we need at the end of a long week. Because lo tov hehiot ha'adam levado, it's not good for humans to be alone. And so we stretch this sukkah of peace, not just this week, but every week over all of us. And everyone is invited in. Shabbat shalom.